0: If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android.
1: Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org
2: newsletter. You're listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us.
3: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free.
0: Radio Free. Yeah,
3: How are you doing, Elon? I'm doing great, Will. How are you?
1: I'm honestly really good. I'm very
3: excited for our guest today. I'm uh. excited for our guest, too. Hi, Rachel. Hey. Welcome again to you. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) We do this every week on Radio Free Brooklyn from 3 to 4 p.m. as a way to connect the dots between then and now using the power, the force of our old audio as a means and ways to... uh, look back at ourselves with a uh, more objective eye and ear and objective.
1: connecting the past to the present with a look at audio recordings
3: as we've been doing uh for many many years now it feels like it's uh, it is in
1: fact a wonderful snapshot of a person's life oh yeah
3: radiofreebrooklyn.org slash lar is our profile page to go and check out all of our past episodes i am proud to say that we are now fully updated after a summer in which I was uh, very, very, very behind, admittedly, in archiving. But I assure you that they are all up now, and it all sounds delicious. Ah, oh, delicious, delicious the audio. The episode
1: dump over the weekend became... Quite a focal point of talk up in the Hamptons was it though? Everybody up was in the saying. Hamptons, well, say. because only Indeed. white people
3: would be talking about Lost and Rewound. It Will, is come on. It
1: is true, but Lost and Rewound is a show that jumps many a demographic. It's in true. Contour, context and subject.
3: This is uh, going to be a good one this week. So that said, let's begin. <laughs> Our guest this week makes up one half of the rap duo Squirm and Germ. Rodney Umble has been rhyming alongside Tim Gerbach for a decade now, performing all over the country and all over New York City, in fact, from UCB in the pit to Amateur Night at the Apollo Uptown, baby. He can currently be seen in... Space Race, a sci-fi comedy going up at Dixon Place the next two Saturdays, September 14th and the 21st. He's here to talk about all of this and a whole lot more. Hello,
1: Rodney. Thanks for having me on the show. Holy crap, Rodney, I gotta hear about this sci-fi musical. What? What? What?
3: Hey, hello. You see, uh, unfortunately, we were not able to be graced with the presence of Nick Gentile, of who is the director of this uh, show, and that was actually who, uh, who Got you us in touch.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's. uh, It's a shame he can't be here. He had another commitment. But he's the brilliant writer and director of Space Race. Beautiful. It went up once last November, and then they wanted to have us back. So we have two shows in September. It's uh, a brilliant sci-fi comedy with uh, some uh, some classics 50s and sixties twists. Ah, like the pulp style. And yes, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's a great. My wife is
1: dying of space air. What can I do?
2: Uh, Well, does she, does she have a helmet on her, or is, or is she is out in the space air without any protection?
1: She has taken off her helmet, but the cabin is breached, and we're no seriously, is it really nineteen fifty style, like, space air kills you, and...
2: Well, you have to come and find out. Oh, yes.
3: Yes. good a helmet, pitch! Yeah, good like... pitch! So you knew about this... When it was originally uh, produced in November, in last November, yeah, yeah, I
2: was in it last. You uh, were last in November, it. yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. What's your connection? Uh, how did you find out about it? Or you? you just well, I was
2: it? in. I had met Nick through his girlfriend. Actually, we did improv together. Okay, and then he did a one act musical called California Teen, uh, like a fifties beatniky. Musical yes. uh, that we did, and then after that, he was like, "Hey, I'm working on this full length sci fi
3: play. Do you want to be in it?" Oh my god! Yeah. First yeah. time
2: I read, it, I was like, "Hell yeah! I love this script."
3: Do you normally like to take on more of the scripted shows versus that of the improv shows these days?
2: Um, it depends. I mean, when I see a good script, I love to be a part of it. You know, I've done shows at Ars Nova, um, and if I know the writer and/or director, and and am familiar with their work and their vibe, then I'm happy to be on board. Uh, I also love doing improv shows at. You know, anywhere from a basement to five people to place for 60, 70 people in the sh- in in the in the house.
3: Mm-hmm. A
1: man That's after right. my own heart. Nice. Where yeah, did same. you Where did you come up? What do you mean in improv? Where did
2: you? I oh, uh, studied at the Magna Theater and way back in the day at Second City Training Center when it still existed
3: in in New York. No oh man, yeah. you're a unicorn. You originally are from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yep.
0: That's actually like mildly interesting.
3: <laughs> what is mildly interesting <laughs> to you, Rachel, about it's Lancaster, a... PA?
0: Lancaster. that's, um, thank that's you. That's, that, no, that, that, that was a good thing. <laughs> that was a really good thing. Um, good yeah, thing. That's, that's where there's a, there's a large Amish population. Yes. There's yep. Hershey Park. Yes. Yep. There's Dutch Wonderland. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. What you is know? Dutch Wonderland? Uh, Touch Wonderland is like a mini um, Six Flags. With, with oh wow, kid friendly. You, yeah. yeah, can you call
0: it Six Flags though?
2: No, but I mean, what its an amusement park. Sure. It's, yeah. So he Flags did say mini. He many. did say mini. I didn't even say it's a, a moderate size. I said so like, so like, kitty version of like, like
1: Tivoli, it's, it's like an, like right, Tivoli Gardens. It's like, an, like, it's not really an amusement park, but it kind of feels like an amusement park.
0: It's an Amish themed park. For young children, it's
1: Amish It's Amish yeah.
3: themed amusement park. Yeah. How is it any different than like Historic Williamsburg, though? In some cases, I don't know much about Historic Williamsburg. Wait, wait, I wait, neither wait, do I. Well, but wait, it's, we, it's geared towards the youth. It's you know. Wait, can uh, we please a, go a, in, back to an, a theme park of sorts? No, a theme attraction. Indeed, There's no RC
0: cars, RC boats, and a giant pretzel you can climb on. Okay, yes, okay,
2: giant soft pretzel. Annie Ann's is from. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yes, that's true.
0: Uh, and she My Dad pie. went
2: to high school with her.
3: Who who did really? actual what? Annie Angela? Yeah. who went yeah, to? Yeah. My dad. His father. Is your father from Lancaster then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your mother as well? She's actually from Ontario, Canada.
2: That's are right. you honest? Right. No. Or are uh, no, you? My great 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 grandmother was Amish.
1: I'm sorry. Just very, very quickly. Sure. Can we go back to can we just go down through the rides of Dutch Park? This is an Amish. I'm sorry. This is still blowing my mind. It's only one and they're all
3: churned butter of energy to like get the actual rides to happen. Seriously. Seriously. There's a
0: cow that you can pretend to milk it. You shoot out water.
3: Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
2: what's and what's funny to hear it is like since I went, ever since I was a kid, to me it's just a normal thing. But now that you mention it, yes, it's very unique and and absurd. You can ride a train and and Amish
1: themed. That, that's like yeah. that's like a Hasidic Jew-themed amusement park. That's yeah, like a devout won't... Muslim-themed amusement yeah. park. Well, that is so it's esoteric. Not, but, but, it's hilarious. But, you see, but, but
0: it's not religious, though. Yeah,
3: and the thing yeah. you have to remember is that we're in America where, like, the Puritanical uh, society has sort of, swore, you know, allowed themselves to be signed off to, you know, getting, you know, theme parks because, you know, it's very much like oh you know we're all white you know we can all get away with it right you know we can't really do it with like other cultures per se because that's persecuting and alienating in many ways No, it's
1: like the jerusalem theme park in whatever part of the united states that's in where they replay jesus's crucifixion on a big stage with a musical every three hours i
3: recall when i was a young boy i went to a place called carson city and i've never been to nevada Carson City existed in somewhere in deep in the middle of New York State, and it was a cowboy like Wild West themed sort of attraction park. Exactly. Oh yeah,
0: Wild West City in New Jersey.
3: (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of is in the same um, in the same respect of I imagine uh, this place uh, this Dutch land or whatever Wonderland. Wonderland. Dutch 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 Wonderland. 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 Sorry. Welcome to
1: Dutch Wonderland.
0: Ah. But then Hershey bought it. Like the mm-hmm. last year that I was there, Hershey had bought it and it changed a bit. Corporate. I don't know no, how it, I don't I don't know how it be right can you, now. But... Can
1: you tell us of your youthful experiences of that's Wonderland.
0: Did you prefer the boats or the cars?
2: Uh well, the bumper cars are my favorite. Anyway. No 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 the RC. The boats. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I they didn't right? have them the last time I went with oh, them, really? my niece and nephew. But with the little uh like magnetic strip up top that connects to uh uh some kind of track. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like electricity like from the... Well, those like are a cable car cars. kind of thing?
0: No, I'm talking about when I was there as a wee lad, they <laughs> had remote control cars on like a pavement and oh, then remote yeah. control boats Yeah, yeah, a the similar boats, setup. The boats. Yeah, boats are cool.
2: The boats were nice.
0: They're both cool.
3: When you were growing up in Lancaster, you must have gone there a few times then, or uh, right? I mean, yeah. it was a big, oh, yeah. big thing, you know, as a kid, you know, with friends, you know, and going to the amusement parks. Is that how you normally spend your weekends?
2: Yeah, we wouldn't go every weekend, but every summer we'd probably go once or twice. If, yeah. if friends were in town, we'd go. Um, yeah, drive through Intercourse, actual town. In sure. Lancaster. Um, we have a magnet from there. Yeah. I, we, what, I love Intercourse or we love Intercourse? No, it's so just this, a magnet. This,
0: my parents bought a magnet that says Intercourse, Pennsylvania, and it's still on our refrigerator.
1: That's perfect. Yeah. A we love intercourse or I love intercourse is that's a best fridge magnet I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. In reference to an actual town.
3: I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Buttsville, New Jersey. Yeah.
3: But oh, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. Mianus,
0: pretty good. Connecticut.
3: Nah. <laughs> it's da- there's Downsville, New York, which I'll never get over. Best town by a damn site.
0: We're going to get Downsville in <laughs> Downsville. <laughs>
3: We're um, gonna get down in Downsville, Rodney. Uh, when did you move to New York originally? Or originally,
2: like two thousand one. But coming from Lancaster, it was it was too much. The first time I lasted mm. like seven eight months. I uh, was living with my cousin up in Harlem. And I was like, ah, it was it was a bit of culture shock. Yeah, so moved back home, kind of saved up some money, and then moved back. Uh, I guess for good around
3: 2004-ish. What made you decide to move here originally that you took it about face?
2: Uh, Well, I really wanted to study improv and reading about like, you know, Second City and, you know, around late 90s, early 2000s, I was obsessed with SNL. I was like, all right, got to study improv, Mm got to study improv. And my cousin who is also an artist, she was a a pianist. She was like, come give New York a shot. Like, uh, you know, I got a room, you can give it a shot for six months or a year. And uh, so that's what I did.
1: The only relation I can have to that is I moved to LA and that was a real culture shock for me. But I've, but as somebody who grew up here, I've always found the city quite comforting. But moving from Lancaster, Pennsylvania to New York—that's
0: a big. My change. God,
1: yeah. Can you describe like the specifics of the shock that that were like? Was there anything specific that ho- that shocked you more? Did you find it alienating? Was did was Harlem a shock? Was Manhattan a shock? Was Brooklyn a shock? Like, what? Can you um, put details to what to what? Sure. Rocked well, you?
2: What the. I had never heard my cousin cuss before, and one time I got home, and there was uh, someone smoking up crack in the stairway, and I got inside, and she's like, these, I was like, oh, wow, she's upset, you can cuss in New York. Uh, Wow. Her language almost surprised me more than the fact that there was someone shooting up in the- Wait, shooting
1: up or smoking crack? Or uh, shooting up crack? Shooting up crack.
2: Gotcha. Not that I had seen that before, but it was
3: more like, oh, wow, like. You went to college. It was, then. Still the,
1: it was still the novelty of seeing somebody actually use hard
3: drugs. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you went to school outside of the city, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I went to school for two years in um, Virginia at Eastern Mennonite University. Okay, and then moved up here to do improv. You
3: have a, a very uh, you have a very Quaker background. Yeah, really? really did. No, I grew yeah.
2: up? I grew up Mennonite. I was a ministry assistant in college once. Okay. Happened, so yeah, I Interesting. Okay, we dude. Bible I, studies. And One eight
0: hundred four truth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll okay.
1: Okay, I never would have pegged this in a hundred million years. Honestly, you do you do not strike me as somebody from you know the land of Mennonites, yeah. Pennsylvania.
3: Well, I mean, that's what Lancaster is, but to be fair, uh, your father was raised in that area, and yeah. he's a second generation, or you're a third generation uh, Mennonite. Which um,
0: I consider, I've always thought of as Amish.
2: Yeah, well, the, the Amish technically split from the Mennonites, but they, yeah. they share a lot of similarities. Right.
3: But what are the similarities that they share?
2: Um, pacifism, so don't believe in war or violence.
3: Okay. Um, Where do they differ?
2: Uh, well, they differ in, I mean, the Amish decided at some point, one of their main verses is be in the world, but not of the world. And so they decided, all right, well, we have to stop conforming to everything. So they decided to cut out like electricity, no buttons uh, are allowed on your pants or shirts. Really? Um, yeah. Mennonites are more similar, I would say, to like Presbyterian, Methodist, um, you know, other Protestant
3: denominations. You were studying to be in the ministry.
2: No, not specifically. I did some youth ministry while I was at college. I worked at uh, like a Christian camp one summer, um, but was I was studying sociology and theater.
1: Was being in the ministry ever on your radar screen at all?
2: Not really. Not just because I wanted to be different, but my dad was a pastor. Both my older brothers are missionaries. Wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And it was just, it It didn't really resonate with me as something I really wanted to do.
0: What is your favorite um, sociological theory? Or, I mean, Ooh. or you could open it up to, you can be broader than that if you want. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, <laughs> if you want. So not to put you computer, on the spot. I mean, I don't even know the name of it, but, but the belief that grassroots organizations or, or grassroots getting to know and work with people is going to be the most effective form of change anywhere. As oh,
0: so like tolerance.
2: Mm.
0: Like like growing tolerance through structure.
2: Both grassroots activism. Yes. Sure. But like relationship based.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. Well, because that could tie in certainly to how you can work and operate uh, in New York as a person of craft, of art, and is uh, uh, and, and I do mean of the rap variety in this case, uh, as I'm tying that in, not the papier-mâché. Um, can we, Elon, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, but can we, can we take a step
1: back for one second, and let's just note that this lovely gentleman from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh-huh. whose father was a minister and uh-huh. both brothers were missionaries, yes, is now a rapper. He has been. Has been a rapper in the city of New York. Well, he's yes. not a has-been. Indeed, he's not.
3: No, I didn't mean... Thank you for calling <laughs> thank you for calling attention to that syntax notwithstanding. He still is. Yes. But in fact, a rapper in
1: New York, yes, who was just a cast member of oh. a science fiction musical, like it's amazing. this is such an incredible stretch of experiences, my friend. Oh, wow. Today, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. I,
3: I can speak upon rapping as an improviser. Do you consider yourself a rapping improviser or an improvising rapper?
2: improvising rapper
3: and improv came first and how did you find yourself high five to that my friend yeah, it's I a, a connected. Nice shot, high five. What um, what led you to decide? Or I mean, you obviously you made friends with your squirm, you the germ, yes. and yeah. your uh group was made out of the friendship that you had with Tim Gerbach, very funny gentleman that I'm lucky to have gotten to see before as well. But um, you guys met through improv, and then did you just have like a common love of rap?
2: Well, we actually we did sketch comedy together as part of a larger group called Drop Six. For you were maybe, on Drop Six, yeah you know drop six dude i well when i was
1: with like the very first ucb class i took years and years and years and years and years ago yeah. people were talking about drop six like it was the shit it was the, like a rock and sketch team
2: i was thrilled to be a part of it we won the toronto sketch festival in I don't know, 2003 got to perform on the second city stage in toronto amazing um and then as part of that tim and i did a rap about the neti pot have you ever rocked the neti pot because it's a very <laughs> serious. Um, <that> was, uh, <laughs> Oh Wait, Rachel, do you ramp. know of the netty pot?
0: No. Oh, oh. The, neti pot. oh the, neti yeah, pot. the neti pot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely.
3: The, the, the neti pot. I'm going to let this clear out my sign Oh my god. Yeah. I've never used a netty Have you ever used a netty pot? My father used to. Like uh, so yeah. how it
2: actually came about was someone was a little congested at rehearsal one day and was like, "Have you ever rocked a netty pot?" Like I was that's the first thing that came to my mind and they were like, uh, no, but that needs to be a rap. Have
1: you ever rocked the netty pot? <laughs> netty pot, netty pot.
2: That's basically how the chorus goes. Are Have you ever serious? the netty pot? He said the netty pot. We're talking netty pot. <laughs> Have you ever rocked the netty pot? You stick it up your nose, don't stick it up your what? Bravo. Oh, my God,
1: this is amazing. Bravo. Amazing. Seriously, <laughs> seriously,
3: bravo. No, no, no. Straight clap, guys. That's, 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 that is that's that's well done. I feel like this is going to be redundant because we're just going to keep on clapping. No, it's true. I can't only I imagine. I hope you're okay I'm with this. I'm so looking
1: forward to this to come.
3: <laughs> okay. So, okay. Now that we've uh, broken that seal. It's, it's only fair that we uh, dive a little more into this. Uh, before we play this first track, you guys put on your first album in 2011. Yeah. Um, you contributed a few tracks from this album because you literally, you told us before we started recording that you haven't listened to these tracks really since 2011. It's been a while, yeah. What was say. the uh, impetus for uh, recording this album? Did you just like it was enough of a uh, hype that you guys realized you were just going to bang out a whole bunch of tracks and actually make an album and record it? Y- yeah. Go to well, a recording after, studio. I mean, and after do the it.
2: fun we had with Have You Ever Wrecked an Eddie Pot, like we just had so much fun being in the booth. So we were like, yeah, let's make an album. Let's put up, put up a show. And, um, We've done, I don't know, maybe like 175 performances or so. So beautiful. Like, it's gorgeous.
3: Yeah, including what you were saying. You, uh, we, what we said on the top, you performed at the Amateur Night at uh, the Apollo. Yeah. Well,
2: what so, was that like? That was the craziest three minutes of my life. Um, What'd you perform? What song? Um, pregnant in the Club. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so... Can you give us just a taste of the chorus? Uh, sure. <laughs> pregnant in the Club. It ain't nothing thing that she's pregnant in the club. Mama needs a night out. Yeah, she's pregnant in the club. And then it goes on. But uh, So the craziest thing was at first, we were just introduced at the Apollo as squirm and germ. Nobody had any idea who or what we were. They just saw these two white guys just like kind of sing-songy, hip-hoppy-y, and they didn't know what to think. So they were booing for like the first minute and a half. We thought we were going to get booed off stage. But then Tim has this line. He's like, Ooh, thank God, they were just some Tony Braxton Hicks contractions, y'all." And they, lo- good goddamn, well done. And then, and then they were like, "Oh shit, these guys are trying to be funny." And then they lost their shit. People started getting up and dancing on the the Dude, outro. That's,
1: that's got to be incredible. Um, yeah, that's
2: amazing. The only thing is, at the end was Miss Ah. Oh, what was her name? Ms. Thompson she was she had been a backup dancer for James Brown she was the organizer she said all right when you're done say thank you bow and get the fuck off the stage so we're like okay like huge applause we're like thank you Bye. okay and we you know because they got they got a show they gotta go and we just get backstage we're like what just happened
3: we, yeah. I guess we just performed yeah and it, and it was it, it worked because that, mean, that we sounds actually, like a rocket story up coming
2: in second that night and got to perform again there two months later good Amazing. god damn are you serious yeah. that dude that's incredible and the the when we went and auditioned which was kind of on a whim one saturday morning tim and i were like all right let's just go uh so we do this song and afterwards the guy was like i i don't know who or what you guys are but uh, Give that person your information and we'll be in touch. Come back. Yeah. God, dude, that's... Fuck you. That's a dream come true. That's awesome.
3: Well, let's listen to this track from 2010 entitled I Am a Cat.
0: I identify with that.
3: I am a cat.
2: Now I... Cat. Meow, meow. Meow. I am a cat, meow, cow, meow, meow meow, I am a cat, meow meow meow, I am a cat, meow meow meow, not to be confused with a cow, moo, because in fact I am not a cow, moo, I have nowhere near four stomachs, moo, although that would come in handy when I'm trying to regurgitate a hairball, ew, I am a cat. Meow, I am a cat, meow meow. I am a cat, meow meow I am a cat, meow meow, 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 meow meow meow, 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 meow,
0: like meow, 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 Oh, that's so good! It's an outro. Oh, that's so good.
2: All <laughs> well,
1: I, did,
3: right. I didn't catch the outro. No, no, I can't la- believe I didn't wait for it.
1: No, ladies and gentlemen, after that wonderful video, at the very end, as we started speaking, you then th- it's that, black. That meow, that meow, was
3: actually from the computer. It's and, true. And the
1: same cat popping up at the screen, just going totally naturally. When it's been used as a prop the entire video.
2: Meow. Your cat? No, friend of friend of a friend's cat. Either way, well done. What a,
3: what a, what a willing participant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I always wondered if like if I ever made a music video, if I was able to be able to get one of my animals to can be convinced. It might be hard.
2: No, well, I mean it, it was it, it was a tame. It was a pretty tame cat.
3: It was a very not tame. not the
2: cats would have been like. But Tim was just like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude. That's so. So the guy next to you is Tim. Correct? Yeah, Tim okay. Gormack.
2: He's brilliant. Yeah,
1: that was nonsense. Let's, but that was brilliant yeah. nonsense well
2: let, let let's that
1: is that is true
3: artistry callback. no
1: seriously that's true no, capability. Really and, and that's excellent. like yeah but
3: i love okay. the fact that it, it, the callback to seriously. what it said at the beginning which was black eyed peas for education in it like for children
0: that's very time specific
3: it is it's very time specific so it's like yeah. boom boom pow but like what if you made it for kids that's is that way that was the inspiration yeah yeah I
2: mean, because there's also the song that I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm a B, I'm going to be, and this was just another take on how simplistic yet catchy their
3: lyrics are. It's, uh, mm. you're, you're doing a very uh, smart thing here. What's the second track we're going to be listening to? It's called Crotch Shot.
2: Yeah, this was, uh, this was like our, this used to be our show opener. So we just kind of get hype and uh, I was bored AF and uh, I was like, let's write a hype song. So wrote this at the office. Let's get hype. We're about to crunch, shot to the Sonic Unknown. Time for our collectible sacks to get flown. Not conch, gold, despite of the orogenous zone. And not just your kite that's about to get blown. We're about to crunch, shine to the Sonic Unknown. Time for our collectible sacks to get flown. Not conch, despite of the origin zone. And not just your kite that's about to get blown. Nah. All right, it's time for my verse. Hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it, here we go. Zoom, boom, out of space. Another ozone layer and we out of this place. So pull your Boba fat mask right over your face. And bring your chastity belt if you want to stay chased. I don't want to stay chased. I lost the key. Oh, no, better call the crotch smith. I am. We're about to cross shout to the Sonic Unknown. Time for our
1: ball sacks to get flown. Not Conco, just play the Diarrhaginous Zone. Not just your kite that's about to get
2: blown. We're about to cross shout to the Sonic Unknown. Time for our collectible sacks to get flown. Not Conco, just fight the Diarrhaginous Zone. Not just your kite that's about to get blown.
1: Yeah. Biff, Bam,
3: Powell We're Batman yeah. and Robin. Our crutch shot so hard. My jock strap be throbbing Intergalactic hernia
1: Caused
2: by all these sounds This beat so heavy That I lift with my legs now You been working the glutes? Yeah, I gotta keep it tight. We're about to crotch, shot until the sound like a known. Tell the ball both sex to get flown. Not cut on display of the zone Not just a kite that's about to get blown. We're about to crotch.
1: Shot till the sound like a
2: known. Tie large
1: ball sex to get flown. Not caught on the of the orogenus zone. Not just a kite that's <laughs> about to get blown. We're about to crotch. holy shit. Alright, so nice. about so about a, a third of the way through that, I realized I was beating on my legs a beat, and that was totally unbidden. That was just like, "Oh, hey, you yeah, no, I'm into this."
0: Beating on your legs.
1: Oh, <laughs> we okay, keeping rhythm am, on his legs. Thank I you. I meant. I <laughs> am now
3: <laughs> totally regretting the call out of that metaphor. That song was brilliant. Who did it was the beat? Quite good, was yeah. that you, or was that yeah? Tim? I did the beat? Well done. Did you guys trade off usually on um, duties of beat making?
2: Well, typically, whoever comes in with the song idea would be the one to create the main you know melody and track and okay. then the other person would usually do either a verse and or bridge and then might add some rhythm or
3: or whatever and
1: it. to talk about your process would that be yeah. pre or post so so in other words you would come in and say this is the beat i got yeah i was this the s- subject i'm thinking uh, i was
3: gonna say like you know th- did you make the beats usually first or did you write the songs first
2: yeah usually write the songs first okay and then you know uh, make so with that one i was fired like, from it yeah
3: yeah you know so be post
2: yeah here's the song put it to a track send it to him be like hey what are you feeling do you want to add a verse um and then you know he he wrote his brilliant verse for the uh the second verse of that and then- that's like
1: i've worked with a lot of artists that is rare fucking capable good flow workflow
0: yeah that was extremely good
1: yeah like that's like that's that's it's very very rare that you find both a description of how you guys work together well yeah and that is that seems so naturally easy as well as something that is clearly engaging, right? Like that's 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 pretty fucking awesome, dude.
3: Had you been able to uh, discover collaboration on a one-on-one level as successfully as that one with Tim?
2: No, I mean, well. But- Working with the sketch comedy Drop Six, there was anywhere between like four to seven of us at different times. And we all worked well together, but it's different when you have, like typically someone would come up with a sketch and you develop it. But to, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, we worked well together in that. And then it just carried over, you know, we're both non-drama. We just love good stuff that makes us bop our heads and laugh and it's, yeah.
1: Dude, that's, that's great. Dude, that's dude, that, wonderful.
3: Seriously, cheers. I can't help but think when I'm hearing two very capable and talented white men uh, <laughs> rapping, uh, but now knowing your history as in, you know, effectively the uh, Mennonite religion. Uh, right? It's a Mennonite religion? Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: Mennonite denomination. Was denomination,
3: yes. Protestant. He's How, got the God shot. Yes. How did my, Amish Paradise by Weird Al Yankovic affect you?
2: Oh, man. that, I don't know if this was a national radio station or a local one near me, but some... DJ got fired for playing it. I think it was 113 times in a row. A <gasps> joke, you not. You can look this shit up. So no way. because it kept getting requested and requested and requested, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna play it." So <laughs> oh it. my god! Because you can just imagine, like, how not only was the, the original the original beat was dope. Weird Al Yankovic is a genius, and we lived in not only Amish country, but right by paradise, Pennsylvania. So like this song was just,
3: (laughs) it was ubiquitous. It was bang,
1: bang, like right on the
3: nose. Yeah. Right. Seriously. What's funny is I watched a video that I did when I was in middle school for like a summer theater program that was put on by the same theater I did throughout all my youth. And, we did a music video shoot of Amish Paradise. Yes. Oh my, why is I that? Where is that? that? Elon? Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's not applicable that's to Lost pr- in Yes, it absolutely is. How and that's so? a Christmas it is show. absolutely it what is belongs not. on this it show. Is it, it is not. Is I yes, will, okay, you okay. have to yeah, see I the will, video for that and there will, is no visuals with this
1: podcast. I will digitize. We do that all the time. We do that all the time. I will digitize the crap out of Jack's Life or the two worst movies I have ever made What Jack's Life is not what? Jack's Life is the one movie I'm but very it's lip syncing point is i will bring those in and we will watch those uh, that those pieces of crap you if back. you will do yes. this come, it'll come be back a
2: reaction up. video or a reaction audio too yes. quite literally uh, yeah. dude you
1: have to come to that
0: <laughs> yeah. seriously i am so mad, yeah. I saw okay. weird out live a few weeks ago yes. are you serious how was he he was amazing oh
2: ah, nice it was incredible
1: as a man and i and as somebody who just said and i have to say i found this very charming i joke you not
2: i didn't even really yeah how I, do
1: you how do you feel about cussing and are you a religious person would you say
2: no i'm not a religious person um spiritual i would say okay but um cussing i mean i guess i cuss with those like with my friends okay but, uh and maybe in a show but but rarely in like public or interesting because
1: my 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 like my natural reaction would have been to say i shit you not Right. Same. And and so and so to hear the phrase I joke you not yeah. definitely identifies you as somebody who is of a different persuasion and from a different background. Uh, your
3: parents must have been a little bit shocked to find out that their son was uh getting into an art form that certainly could lead down a more crass path.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: so so but have they ever come to, to watch a squirm and germ they've seen
2: me do sketch comedy they haven't seen squirm and germ yet
3: okay um, do they know
1: they, of squirm and germ? yeah 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 okay have yeah. they heard any of your music outside of shows? they
2: uh they i sent them the music video for pregnant in the club and and they were like maybe maybe we're from a different era <laughs> oh my god wow
0: so. parental disses how do you feel about parental disses
2: I mean they're not fun but they they don't happen that often like that's quite that's I nice. mean the the fact that you know they were willing to say Ma- you know we just we don't like we don't quite get this and uh or or more specifically the one the protagonist is someone who's pregnant in the club but isn't married and they're like
3: well, <laughs> <So. laughs> obscene. Ups, totally obscene. Exactly. When we return from this quick breather, we will get back into the swing of Rodney Umble's humble beginnings in the music form. Uh, you are listening to Lost and Rewound.
0: Rewound. Rewound. On Radio Free Rewound. Brooklyn. Rewound. Back it a bit. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org/donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air, so please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's radiofreebrooklyn.org/donate.
3: Welcome back. Ooh. It's good to be back. Oh, yes. Oh. yes. As it's the spook- Halloween
1: season begins. It is a it's a spooky
3: episode best. with Mr. Rodney Humble from mm-hmm. Squirm and
1: It is both spooky and entertaining, yes.
3: I love how actually Squirm Germ kind of you, you, uh, rolls off a tongue, just very like German. Like So you guys kind of had that German. sort of... Right, squam and job, Skwam and job, squam
1: and job. Tim's dad
3: is German. Ah, so oh, all right, yeah. that works. Yeah, because we're cats. <laughs> 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 yes, we are. I'm a cat. <laughs> okay, so we've dived into the the raps. Now we're going to be diving into a little more of the instrumental stuff. Although there is some uh, raps here as well. Um, this more has to do with the fact that you're a beat maker. Yeah. yeah. Um, when did you pick up your first gear t- and when did you make your first beats?
2: I probably would have been. Two thousand nine. Um,
3: what what was the impetus for that? Like, what made you start to decide to do that? Oh, um, did it have to connect anything with you know we're going to be performing this, so we might probably, as well learn. Actually, yeah, because the the, the
2: first track. Have you ever rocked in any pot? A friend of ours put that together. The track for it. That was the. I think that's the only one that we didn't produce the music to. And then after that, yeah, we're like, we gotta we gotta make more music. Yeah. So then I got. Um, I mean, I had a old rinky-dink laptop before that, but then. Yeah, got my first Mac to do uh, Garage Band and G Band. Yeah, G-band. You,
3: you had mentioned that on email too that uh, you unfortunately don't have that MacBook uh, available, but you have so much music that's on there still.
2: Yeah, yeah, just some old old stuff from just recording myself doing. Uh, hey man, I got I got an old
1: stuff. MacBook that is totaled, like the heart, like oh. like the motherboard totaled, operating like the screen is totaled, but the hard drive is still totally full are still totally functional Ooh. and i just have to pull that you know pull that bitch apart and put it in an enclosure Ooh. and like are we talking that kind of a situation where it's like sort of broken or is it just like not
2: charged i, I tried to um i tried to remove the hard drive or copy the hard drive and i think i deleted everything but i that think that is recoverable yeah. but i think yeah, that i is have it on like one of those gtech um, oh nice the old the old i what? just don't know how to get it back on the uh, the macbook huh. I may have to tell a story later about not knowing that um, that uh, homosexuals existed.
1: I'm sorry, you cannot preface that and and not let's, tell let's, that story let's, before we let's, listen let's, to the song. Let's,
3: let's lead into that. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, we're going the first song we're gonna be listening to is an instrumental. Uh, you, you mentioned before recording that this is your first kind of like experiment with beat making.
1: How old were you when you made this?
3: Five twenty six. Let's take a listen to Woot. Lovely. And okay,
1: that was terrifyingly engaging. What?
3: That 46 seconds was terrifyingly engaging. Oh, it was. You know what that
0: makes me think of? It makes me think of the time that you didn't know that homosexuals existed.
3: <laughs> well, that, we, we were chatting Good about segment. that. We were chatting about that. Well uh, done, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> but that <laughs> had
1: nothing to do with this song. Wait, 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 wait. Was this actually, I'm sorry. Was that the beat that, that, that had something to do with you not knowing that homosexuals existed? No. And were you 25 at the time?
2: No, I was well. I was twenty one at that time. I ah. was twenty five at this time. Okay.
3: okay, so you were four years into at least knowing that that there was uh, an existing uh, culture. Yeah. Okay.
2: Or just yeah. I mean, see, even like in my PC, I didn't even know, like, how to even set up that story. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the Lost the and reround. Well, apparently, yeah. It's time um, to get embarrassed with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. so just quick little note. I haven't listened to that thing in so long. I forgot that I actually go. The the upbeat was woo. It was yeah. me saying woo. That's why.
3: Mm. Yeah. You know, that's why it's titled. I, um, I wanted to rhyme over that. I was like, yeah. No, it's good. I was yeah. It was it.
0: it was extremely engaging. It
2: was terrifyingly engaging. It was. Um, so I guess I have to tell the story, but I'll just Please uh, do uh, the Cliff Notes version. So we all know we, I grew up in a Mennonite, very conservative background. I never knew anyone who was openly gay, um, and so I just kind of I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe there is no one actually like that. I moved to New York. <clears throat> oh, but
0: you knew that the identity could exist. Yeah, I knew. Okay, it could okay exist? yeah. I, I, okay, that clears some things
2: up. Yeah, okay. I, I had the same reaction. Oh, okay. That, okay. Yeah, it, you made it. It seemed I knew as, as maybe if it, it just like,
1: didn't exist as a thing
2: at all. Oh, I kind of thought that. Like, oh, maybe it was just a story. Like, I don't know. Anyway, um, then when I, I moved moved to new york moved back to pennsylvania but i was still doing sketch comedy so monday nights i would come to new york rehearse stay over and then go back tuesday every other weekend i would stay with danny and Hmm. the first time i stayed with danny who was in the sketch group he was like you know here's pull pullout couch that's for you and he and then he says oh let me give you a tour of the place here's the bedroom there was this nice beautiful red bedspread he's like this is where jeremy and i are and i was like oh that's so cute they were roommates in college and they still room together
1: oh, it wasn't until a couple God. months
2: later that someone else in the scratch room was like yeah danny and his boyfriend i was like wait
1: wait a minute danny?
3: wait Is a minute danny? you 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 it's stayed somebody. there saw the one bed yeah and i was like in new york when it's expensive depending on when you move to the city you're going to deal with culture shock in many ways that's on true. many different levels and um uh, you could be from uh a uh, more of a sheltered life or an even less than sheltered life the point is is that you're living in new york and there's going to be something that's going to fuck with you i don't know like for me i think it was just the fact that um uh, nothing ever closed It felt like everything opened and that for me was uh, just disastrous for me uh, i could keep myself awake if I have enough sensations around me, hmm. so welcome to New York, where that is entirely literally too the case. Yeah, yeah, which is the only reason why I got involved in karaoke because it was like excuses to like give myself, you know, something to do, and then like get home at like four a.m. because like I just keep myself awake with entertainment.
0: I've been living that life since moving here a couple mm, months ago.
3: You're living it now. Welcome to yes. New York. <laughs> yes. So
1: um, I got to say, this is that I have my only similar experience with that is watching the city go by like i would like one of my favorite wherever i've lived i've always loved to go up on the roof and because you can always see the highways or the elevated you know whatever it is from a distance and just watch them go by and how they never stop ever yeah forgive my ignorance of um mennonite culture but um are church bands a thing down there was that something that like you praise, bands? praise and worship yeah, 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 yeah praise and worship yeah. went, like and
2: hillsong hillsong isn't necessarily mennonite but hillsong is huge they have
1: did you did you have exposure to that or were you did is that sort of how you'd be gotten to beats or was it more just sort of on your own
2: time i mean no i didn't i didn't get in the beats singing hymns uh,
3: <laughs> four-part <laughs> well, four so harmony let, 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 let's go into that influences rapping influences favorite rap albums favorite rappers favorite uh, De- well, DJs. dc
2: talk stands for decent christian talk yes um was i listened to that tape on repeat like that? did they I rap think- too yeah, yeah, yeah! They did didn't back in they? place, and I'm all up in your face with the rhymes that I embrace, like mother to her child. I'm kicking it Jesus style to the ones that think they heard I did use that J word, cause I ain't too soft to say it. Even FDJs don't play it.
3: Wow, I had no idea. No, You're right I, I am but if I Can't swim after that was all oh, I knew. Jars of
2: clay. That's all I knew. Sorry, Rachel, <laughs> you were saying. Clay.
3: I
0: am intrigued.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we two Jews are very intrigued uh, by this. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> that's funny.
2: Um,
0: I have I have uh, a Jewish rap song on my phone. Really? Really? What song? I'm not white. I'm Jewish.
2: Can you Can you they, spit a verse of it? No. Oh. <laughs>
0: Um, but no, they came and performed at Monday night Hebrew school for teenagers. Oh man.
2: Oh
1: my God. Yeah. I can't say that wasps have a huge rap culture,
3: but but you don't need it. (laughs) You (laughs) just borrow everything. (laughs) We just steal. We just culture appropriate everything. (laughs) we're good for that uh in general um no um so dc talk was a big influence i had no idea that there there was uh, a little bit of that uh sort of like pod sort of style going on rapping and singing yeah pod Uh, uh,
2: satellite mm, what else
3: anything any any, anything of non-denominational per se
2: um well, I mean, DC Talk was non-denominational.
3: Sorry. Um, well, mm. I guess yes, you're right. Um, but anything that wasn't necessarily not religious in context. Or
2: um, trying to think when I actually first, because I didn't listen to secular music before. Right. I, I guess I was. I was going to say my, like, my oldest, that my oldest brother had some like U2 and Steve Miller bands, but that was as progressive as it got <laughs> in my household growing up. Who else? DC Talk, Audio Adrenaline, Charisma Clay, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily rap, but that Five Iron Frenzy, ska. I was. In high school, Scott was probably my biggest. It was. Uh, yeah, so, I love horns. I play trumpet.
3: Oh, okay. Um, oh, really? really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So it was not. So there was no traces of rap. But did you get into rap yeah. then, through your own performing of it, and you know, sort of concurrently, you were like uh, listening to some music that may have inspired you uh, in the form of writing.
2: Yeah, well, no, it was actually, I actually remember it was when I got into Outkast was the year I was commuting to New York. I see. And on the, like, two-hour drive to Hamilton, New Jersey, I would listen to Outkast in the car, and then on the train ride in, um, I was just obsessed with it. Because I didn't hear it when, like, when Stankonia came out, I didn't hear it, other than maybe, like, Miss Jackson. But to actually really delve into they're just so brilliant. Yeah. Like One, two. One, two, three. Ow, oh, it's, it's a, a national dump the, the ground. ground. The old
3: ground. Old fans are to the ground yeah. like a million yeah. elephants. Yeah. On the van ground. Yeah. We can't stop the train. Who wants okay. some? Don't come. unprepared. I'll be there when I be there. But Better be a household name. name. V- v- Weatherman v- v- saying it ink of to v- rain. rain, so now we sitting in the drop top soaking wet in a silk suit, trying not to sweat, hitting some sauce without the net. But this will be the year that we won't forget. Nah, nah, nah. do na, anything na. goes. Be what you want to be, as long as you know consequences. Before four live in defenses, too hot to jump in hill. Oh, something I.
1: Too hot on top of.
3: You're Hot. There you go. <laughs> this, this is where I get a little like uh.
1: bombs over
3: Baghdad. Oh, sorry. Rachel is looking bombs at us like you. totally dumbfounded. Like what? Yeah, a, I have no this idea. Was what a, this was. was a this was
1: a this was a sort of like late uh, early, I'm sorry. Early aughts. Um. Hum- 99, 2000,
3: turn of the turn it, of the. It season. was really
1: around the. It was yeah. really around 2000?
3: Yeah, It's yeah. technically oh a song God. from the 90s, even though the album came out in 2000. What? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Anyway. No, but I,
2: I've never been mugged. Knock on wood. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> no, but listen. But I, I, I was like, I got nothing to fear because if anyone ever comes up, I mean, I would just be like, Take a little trip, hey, to pack up your mind. Look forward, not behind. Let me see what you find. I of suck like a dime because they thought it could rhyme. If his mama's a quarter daughter, must be a dime. I got a meter. Don't take no shorts. I don't use a breather. Asian, hey, I don't even play the radio neither. And just spit that outcast for a sound. Nice. Baby. They ain't going to mess with me. <sighs> well, with that,
1: they could. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, that wouldn't really get you cred, But still. No, no, <laughs> no.
2: They, amazing it, capability. It, 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 you, you'd be
3: surprised, Rachel. It depends. It depends on the verse. Maybe not that specific verse, well, but, yeah. you know. If you... So Tim of and Germ. He
2: claims that he, his life was saved by saying his favorite rappers were Eric B and Rakim at one point. Because <laughs> people like, oh shit, you know Eric B and Rakim? Wow, like, yeah, really? It's all be, it yeah, took. Just Eric B and Rakim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could be like, well, I he also re- he lives in Elizabeth, and so he was like, thankfully he's also never sure. been shamed. But he was like, yes. I didn't president. know
0: anybody lived in Elizabeth. Well, now I you know. Wow.
3: this is an early effort of your early effort i appreciate that well you said you told me. are you othering him no you told me that this was a track that you had you made around the time you made your first album
2: oh yes yes sorry i was thinking it was a different track
3: what was the name of that first album again late bloomers late bloomers b-side entitled short blunt eloquently titled that was the title that was intended yes well,
2: maybe you have to listen to it and and see if it was intended. Tim or scrapped not.
3: this. Well,
2: he was just like, eh, I don't really want to perform it." Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he right. just never never saw a light of day. Okay. This song is short, blunt, and eloquently titled. Short, blunt, and eloquently titled. And with Soft, tender
3: I have to ask this. How many of your songs are over a minute long?
2: Um, most of the ones that actually made the album okay. are over a minute long. Okay, no, I, I, I'm just teasing in, you. In <laughs> performance, you know, when we do like a, uh, a 45 minute or, or hour set, we might do like 20 tracks and five, five to seven of them might be you know, 15 to 45 seconds.
3: You just pack a, a, a wall up in like 30 second, like minute long songs. You're like a the minute men. <laughs> you're like, you're literally like the rap minute men. How yeah. few,
1: how few people ride a feel and actually call it out as they're doing it. You know what I mean? That's like, that speaks to, that speaks to a level of capability and a level of awareness or self-awareness at the very least. That song was You flaming. don't find that very much. thank, you. thank you're you. welcome. That is Rachel's phrase up awesome.
0: Sure yeah, is. I
3: appreciate it. It is, it was flaming. It was, uh, it It. It. Uh, it makes sense that Tim wouldn't want to play it live because uh, it seems like uh, it, there, there's not a lot you can do
1: with
0: it, maybe? No, I stuff. feel like it could I be, it'd be there... an awesome
1: intro or an awesome outro and nothing in between.
0: Yeah, I think it could be like, a. am trying to think of the right term for this, but it could be like, you know, the thing that leads up to the beat dropping?
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking so, too. Yeah,
0: so you could like use that to lead up to something like yeah, as totally. a transition and yeah. then just drop something or like or like or like record call <laughs> 911 oh, yeah. yeah 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 like a remix of it and use yeah. that as a transition
2: Yeah, totally. (laughs)
3: Yeah, that's what I'm feeling for it. Okay, and now for our final act. Uh, Well, not our final act, per se, but the third track that you have for this is a... It's a ringtone. This is a a video game that you made a... uh, Excuse me. Sorry, I may be confusing clips a little bit. No worries. No, this is...
2: What gave me the vibe was like uh, a video game dungeon, um, and this would be like a ringtone. Like Doom
3: or something? Yeah, can we
1: get get an era of video um, game?
2: Um... Like if Zelda ever had a Mario underwater or underground,
3: and we're talking like no, we're talking like nineties, yeah, yeah, like nineties Mario. Yeah, okay, that might have happened. You never know. I wouldn't be, maybe like a Final Fantasy dungeon. Ooh, Mm. I'm into that. We go. Signed on, signed on on that.
0: love it. Yeah, it, totally underwater.
3: Very much underwater. Yeah, yeah, Was was that somebody's ringtone at some point? Uh, only one of my friends. You had a friend who actually used it as their ringtone.
2: They told me they did. I don't know if they actually did or if they were like,
3: yeah, I like it. I'm going to use it as my ringtone. Oh my God. I, don't know. I would use that as a ringtone. I mean, yeah. there was a time where we all were like, obs- before, I don't know actually how anybody does it now, but like with ringtones, I became very obsessed with personalizing my ringtones in such a way that like everybody in my f- in my phone my contact list had like a specific ring associated oh, i did yeah. that too yeah.
0: but i've had the same general ringtone since 2009
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah like i've kept it all this time
3: that's impressive yeah. yeah i don't think i i think i must have had like six different phones um in the last like 10 years oh so. me
0: too but
3: you yeah. keep the same i keep right the now.
0: same ringtone since my very first cell phone yeah but yeah, I used to do the same thing where I would personalize. So if I had that song on my phone, I would make it your ringtone.
2: Well, you can. You're welcome to do so. I uh, just don't. Uh, if if uh, you're personalizing, uh, just don't use "Let the body sit the floor" for when your mom calls. Like, oh uh, uh, no, no, for her, for her, for her when call. she texts
0: me, "Bohemian Rhapsody." When he says "mama," mama, that's what I hear when my mom texts me. Ooh,
3: that's great. I love that. That's great. great yeah. yeah. That this is technology that I'm impressed by because all I do is, I guess the phone that I have is, uh, you know, it, it creates a unique ring for every time someone calls. It's like all the same like polyphonic like uh tones, but it's all like interspersed and built differently. So it'd be like doo 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 or do 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 da 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 da. Like it's all like somewhat similar, but not and it's
0: different every single time.
3: Every single time. That would actually drive me crazy.
2: Yeah yeah honestly yeah. O C D in a lot of ways, but that would just yeah, that would drive me crazy.
3: <laughs> well, cause, I mean, like, enough calls, like, by one person, like, well, you know, my, uh, you know, my wife and uh, my mom and everybody who calls, like, enough, like, I'll, like, be able to know, like, who's calling me because I recognize, oh, that's them.
0: Oh, so uh, it's personalized.
3: That's what I'm saying. It's personalized for every single different person that oh, calls. Oh, wow. That's in your, like, your phone list. Exactly. Wow. I'm, yeah. See, it's a little more sophisticated, but enough about that before we go if you may enter if it's if, if I may be uh, so entertained my uh kind kind friends will and Rachel um before we go Ronnie I would love to kick a little freestyle with you yeah I okay. feel like I feel like sure. it, it, I, I, I I can't help myself I just can't Ooh. we're listening to this again but this time it's gonna be rhyming but someone has to give me a suggestion because it's improvising Donuts. Donuts? Ooh. You ever go to Voodoo out in the PDX? That's where you have S-E-X because you have the best donuts and the best, they're fresh, they get the cinnamon, maybe get a little bit of oil, yeah, because it tastes that, you get the canola, because you get a Pensacola, Florida, no, you go to the Oregon Trail, and then you feel it that you're gonna have to fail. Because you have too much yeast. Now we begin the beat again because there wasn't much left at all. So we do it, and my friend, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I, was, I was like half paying attention. <laughs> uh, what's. Uh, Will, give uh, him a suggestion. Hunting.
2: I'm sorry, what? Hunting. Oh, hunting. Pick up your rifle, get a pack of bacon. Let's hunt some turkey. The feathers shaking. Hit them up, put the. Heads on the couch, put it on the headboard, put it on the cold rouch You know, we at the hunting cabin, we eat big breakfast, we put on camouflage. I don't disguise it, I'm in the marsh, I'm in the moss. We kill the deer, we kill the dough, it's dough season. Turkey, not turkey bacon, but turkey jerky, herky lurky, make it slurpy with the hunting rifle. <laughs>
3: that was great oh my goodness thank you so much for entertaining me thank you that was I, I, I applaud your ability to rhyme my ability to rhyme is nowhere near your 10 year veteran status all your music can be found on iTunes and YouTube
2: yeah iTunes Spotify YouTube Bandcamp
3: Your most recent album is entitled Naked on a Horse. And uh, if anybody is interested in listening to the hilarious sounds of Tim and Rodney, they should absolutely hit up their voice, Squirm and Germ, online. Uh, SquirmandGerm.com and Rodney Humble on... Twitter and Instagram.
2: Yeah, and Facebook. And we will be at QED Ooh. on Saturday the 19th with Rob Paravoyan's show Don't Feed the Musicians. Oh, nice. Nice.
3: Wait, Do I know him? Rob Probably. He- Yeah. Rob Paravoyan?
2: Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's great.
3: And QED is a wonderful space. Yeah, That's one of my favorite space. one of my favorite places to perform. Um so I'm glad that you're performing there. Yeah, I'm also glad that you're uh, going to be in a show called Space Race at Space Dixon Place. Race that's coming up uh, um, the uh, this this Saturday and then uh, the following Saturday. That's right. Um, what's the time that starts? Seven thirty p.m. Seven p.m. Get your tickets online. And thanks again to you, Rodney. Umble. Thank you. You are a good man. I joke you not. You are a good man. (laughs) I
2: appreciate
3: it. Good Before we end the show, I just want uh, to remind everybody that Rec Room is not just host to the uh, Radio Free Brooklyn family, but also to the Radio Free Brooklyn Teen Squad. Rachel's going to tell you all about that right now.
0: Radio Free Brooklyn would like you to know about RFB Teen Squad. Our six week after school program for local teenagers to learn media literacy through media making using a hands on approach guided by local professionals. If you'd be interested in participating or donating to this program, please go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash after school. And remember, all donations are tax deductible.
3: Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Will Hasty. Anytime. Layman. Rachel Teichman, Will Hasty, joining myself, Alon Danziger, for another edition of Lost and Rewound. We'll have you back here next week, yeah? Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free
0: Brooklyn.
2: Radio Free Brooklyn.
0: Radio Free
2: Brooklyn.
1: Radio
0: Free. Bye-bye.
3: came friends with uh, your uh, sperm and you the sperm to make sperm or I
2: score man
1: I
3: mean try that again let me try that again Let me try that again we I, it I'm taking it back I, I'm sorry I'm sorry guys taking it back Three, three two, one. <laughs>